Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. I always start my podcast with that way because I'm not sure where you may be, what time zone you may be in, or what time of day that you're listening, right? I am always Faithful Nicole, and this is the one-year anniversary of my Leap of Faith podcast. May 30th, 2021 is when I started my podcast. I pressed a button and I started recording. And in that year, I've got about, what, 42 episodes and people all around the United States and all around the world are listening. And first, I want to tell you, thank you. Thank you for pressing this button. Thank you for giving God your time, giving me your time. Um, I truly appreciate it. I want to remind you that you're amazing, you're strong, you're beautiful, you're unique. There's no one like you. When I say that, I truly mean it, right? Because I know those words of encouragement, love, inspiration can really make the difference in our day. So listen, a lot has happened in a year. I'm sure a lot has happened for you in a year, right? And today, I want to talk about my journey as a caregiver for my mom which started, um, she's been home about a little, not quite a week yet, right? Um, And before I start, I want to say to any caregiver out there, right? Um, God bless you and keep you. Um, Thank you for taking on the title of a caregiver for whoever you're caring for, whether I'm going to read you the definition of a caregiver. A family member or paid helper who regularly looks after a child or a sick, elderly, or disabled person, right? So that's what the dictionary says. Um, And with that, I want to say thank you. Thank you for having the heart to truly care, right? Um, Thank you for being the person for that person, whether, as it says here, whether it's a child um, someone who is sick or elderly or disabled, you know, um, I truly hope that you know how important you are, how necessary you are. And since my mom went to the hospital in March and had to have surgery, major surgery, and um, was diagnosed with the big C, and um, the journey that has put her on and her body, And with me, with her emotionally and physically, you know, it's not my body going through it, right? Um, It's been a journey, you know? She, that's the first time I've really been away from her like that in the last 10 years, meaning she was at the hospital and then subsequent um, skilled nursing facilities. And um, that was a real um, journey for me and for her, Um, you know? when it started and having her go through surgery and then being in ICU, you know, I'm grateful for the people that God sent to talk to me, to give me hugs, to uplift me. Um, I want to tell you that as you walk this journey, especially if it's with a parent, because I got a lot of a few friends, right, who are walking this journey with their parent. I want to tell you some things I learned. Ask questions. Maybe you're awesome and you know all the questions and you got it all down, you know, and I'm so grateful that you do. 
However, if you're like me and you don't know what you know until you don't know what you know, until you don't know you know it or don't know it, I would say ask the questions. Ask questions like if they're in the ICU, um, the medications, write it down. Carry you a, um, a notebook if you can or something, or like if you don't write or whatever, you know, like if you don't do that, have your phone and maybe record messages because I even um, recorded some messages in Facebook to myself and Messenger to keep track of a lot of things that people are going to tell you because you're going to see a lot of nurses and doctors. You'll see different nurses, you know, um, and it's important that you have that information. And again, I'm talking from the perspective of like, if even if it's a child, right? If it's someone you're taking care of and they're in the hospital or they're in a skilled nursing place, even if they end up home for care, like my mom is, um, for hospice care, um, write that stuff down, record it. If you're a writer like me, I write it, I highlight things um, so that when someone comes, like especially in the hospital, for example, when she had a different nurse, I was blessed to be able to be there, you know, because nurses go on shifts and they come, they read the notes. And it may be some things that you know that the nurse didn't didn't get to read yet or it's not in the notes. For example, um, my mom has pain in her back and she always wants to roll over. But the bottom half, she can't really roll. Right. So she can pull her arms to the rails of the bed, but you got to help her get over so I was able to tell the nurse that she favors her right side. And the nurse said, thank you for that, because she didn't know that. How would she know that, right? Um, you know, being able to be there and tell the nurses, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, thank you for being here for her and taking care of her and really taking care of her so that I can go home and do what I do work like you too, right? Um, and be able to get back to her knowing that she's safe. Thank you for those people that have the heart for this job of, of truly being that caregiver, right? Because I'm just an extension of what they did for her, right? My caregiver uh, title comes from love of my mom, where yours, yours probably comes from too. And then the people that download the things into your mind who are the professionals, right? So that you can learn how to care for them, you know? Um, changing my mom, you know, she can't really get out the bed. And I'm gonna share this with you. I learned, you know, there's a Chuck's pad and then you have the uh, little diaper thingy they wear. Um, I learned how to roll that up and then you tuck it under them and then you kind of push them over, you know, when they grab the bed and you roll that soiled one up and then you get rid of that, you know. Um, I learned, get everything together. Get it all together because I'm a visual person. So I took in a lot from the nurses and watch what they did. And then now I make sure I have everything ready, get my gloves and everything. Oh, and one thing I want to tell you, if you're caring for someone that you love or whatever, and they're going to come home. That's what I'm talking about. And you're offered a hospital bed. If you can take the hospital bed, take it. Because I learned in the first 12 hours, I thought a regular bed would work. And you might be on the other side of this laughing going, how could she think that? What I tell you, you don't know what you don't know until you don't know you don't know it. Right? So um, 12 hours with the regular bed that my mom was in. 
and try to get down low and reach over and get on my knees in the bed and change her. No, 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 no. I learned within that first day, I let the young lady know who came to visit, hey, I think we're going to need that hospital bed. And here's the thing. I'm going to tell you something. In my room anyway, that um, here where I live, my mom has that room. The hospital bed, I was thinking in terms of, and I'm going to share something else here. When you hear hospital bed, at least for me where I'm at in Florida, you might think hospital bed, the size of the hospital bed that I saw at the hospital. Well, that's not the case. When they say hospital bed, they mean the functionality that a hospital bed has, the up and down, you know, how it moves with the remote and things like that. You can let them up. Uh, the one I have, we can let it up almost to my waist, which helps because you don't bend down much when you trying to change the person you care about, right? Well, it's like a little bigger than a twin bed, right? So it's, it doesn't take up as much room as I thought. And I was able to leave the other bed in the room. So sometimes I can go in there and lay next to her and talk to her, right? Also, my brother was uh, telling me about the mattress because it's a special pressure mattress, which is, which is right, right? And that's because he's been around medical things all, you know, all his grown life. So there's some things he knows that I don't know. So um, if one thing I could tell you is if a hospital bed is offered, and I'm talking about like home care, hospice care, and so forth, and you can get it, get it, right? Um, and again, take notes, write things down, or if you don't write, make an audio, type it out, whatever the case may be, um, so that if someone has questions, you can answer them. Because what I've learned on this journey and I'm learning is that I am part of her care. And I've also learned, you know, the definition of hospice. You know, none of us know the time, hour, minute, second of the day that any of us will go away. As far as I know, we don't, right? God knows. And what I'm going to say about hospice is it's different levels of the person's, to me, how they are physically, right? I am very aware that some people may have a hospice diagnosis and maybe they look like they're pretty close to going to heaven. And I get that. Some people, you know, like with my mom, um, her situation is more so, you know, making her comfortable for if and when God calls her home. Again, I don't know when that may be. However, I know what you may know when you're looking at your loved one. I, I want her to be here and she wanted to be home too. Um, I totally appreciate, you know, what the skilled nursing places have done. And I've learned a lot more about them that I did and didn't want to know. But that's not for this, this podcast, right? Um, what I'm going to say is, like I said, take notes, write things down. Um, make sure you have your, if you're going to be the health surrogate, make decisions, get that paperwork filled out. Um, I learned about the DNR, DNI, right? Um, some of us, a lot of us watch like medical shows like Chicago Med and stuff like that, TV series, right? Um, back in the day, I used to watch ER and I learned, which again, you probably noticed, but I didn't. When they do a code and they, you know, like if your heart stops and they're pumping on you, I've had several nurses tell me, it's not pretty, you know, ribs may be broken and things like that. And they probably could end up on a ventilator. 
And if they're not able to come off that ventilator, then I would be the one speaking about my mom that has to take her off of it. So if a DNR, DNI comes up, ask questions. Ask, what does that mean to my loved one's body? And again, you're free to make your choice. These are things that I'm sharing that I've learned, right? And I had to ask the questions. And then when I didn't know what to ask, somebody would see my face and they would tell me, do you know what that means? And I would go, hmm, well, I think I know what it means. And they would tell me, this is what it means to her body if we do that, right? And my mom's mind is still very strong and she's able to make decisions. It's just that I'm the holder of all the info. So I'll talk to her and explain things to her. And she's like, hmm, I told her about the DNR, DNI. And I explained the process of the body. She was like, mm-mm, we're going to fill that out. And then we talked about, you know, other things. And I'm very grateful that she's been able to help me help her, right? Um, as a caregiver, you know, for me, it's the love of my, love that I have for my mom. And it's being there for her, you know? And whatever she needs is what I'll do, right? And you might be thinking the same thing about the loved one that you're caring for, whether it's a child, whether it's an elderly or a parent or disabled person, whatever it may be, right? Um, I'm going to be there for her, you know, and I'm grateful that I can. What I've also learned along the journey is that God is going to send unexpected people to talk to you. In the things that I do and the companies that I work for, company I work for, um, God has sent like two or three people in unexpected conversations to, to tell me things on journeys that they have walked that I'm walking now, which has been such a help. You know, you get on a call or you connect with someone for one thing and then you just end up talking about something else. So I want to tell you that along your journey, God's going to send you people to hug you in the hallway like the guy did when I was in the ICU at Bayfront and I was crying about my mama. And he came out and I was just, I think, I don't know if I've cried that hard since. And I was in the hallway just crying and he came out and gave me a hug. He said, it's going to be okay. He said, my mama right next door. He said, I understand. That was exactly what I needed. And then when she got out of ICU and moved down to the other room, on the other floor, the step-down room, I remember coming out of the uh, room and him and his sister were walking down the hall. And I said, hey. He said, hey. He said, I know your mama here. He said, I saw her. He said, my mama right next door to her. You see what I'm saying? So as I'm sitting here talking to you guys, I'm going to pray for him and his sister, and his mom. I pray that she's healing. And whatever her situation is, I pray for their strength. I pray for yours, right? The whole point of this, and I'm grateful today is my one year of my Leap of Faith podcast because I want to tell you something. Whatever it is you want to do, do it. Whatever that thing is you want to start, start it. Whatever words you've got to say, say them. What was it? Maybe October, November. I'm trying to think that my mom was on one of my podcasts, right? And her voice is precious to me because I have her on one of my podcasts, right? 
Now, she's still here. She's still kicking and stuff. However, when I look back right now, I have that gift. Be a gift. Share your words. Share your love. Because you never know who you're uplifting, inspiring. You never know. You never know who's crying in the moment and your words are helping. Right? So I just wanted to say on this day, as I said, it's been one year since I started this. And this year has been a journey. I am grateful for life. I'm grateful for you listening. And I just wanted to uplift you and tell you that if you're a caregiver, I feel you. Truly, I do. I've had my tears. I've had my pains from learning how to help my mom move. And my back is a little sore, you know, um, learning how to do the things that she needs protecting her from situations that aren't the best for her and gathering notes for her, writing things down for her, you know, um, it's because she did everything she did in life that I sit here today to say these words to you. So this one's a little longer today, I guess, because I had a little more to say. And at the end of this, again, I just want to say, God bless you. God has blessed you. I want to say, you know, um, thank you, God, for our health, for abundance, for love, for allowing us to be here for those people that we love who maybe can't walk, can't get up, can't do the things that maybe just six months ago they were able to do. And God is a healer. So don't let the diagnosis of man, which that's what they're here to do, make you worry and think that God can't work a miracle and that he's not working a miracle through you, right? So thank you for listening. Thank you for everybody who's been by my side, loving me, talking to me, being there for me. My dad, my Auntie Bernadine, my Auntie Donnie, my Auntie Brenda, my brother talking to me, um, my friends reaching out, you know, my cousins, you know, people I work with that I mentioned, Neil and Reed and Brian and Jordan and Chad and just everybody. And for you listening. So God bless you. God has blessed you. Have a beautiful morning, afternoon and evening. And this has been Always Faithful Nicole with a new episode, one year anniversary of my Leap of Faith podcast about caregivers. Love you. Bye-bye.